Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Do You Hustle with Cami Dimitrova, a podcast where I interview comedians about their day jobs. Um, you know, we're back. Hey, it's 2020. Um, sure, you know, there were some episodes that didn't come out, um, some would say. It's maybe been a month. Who's counting? Um, uh, well, you know, I, I don't have an excuse except for the fact that it was the holidays and I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. Um, but we're back, you know, 2020, making some resolutions, have some really great guests um, in, in the pipeline, down the pipeline. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's, it's going to be great. Um, I did get some some of my um, I did get some fan mail, more of like a voicemail calling me out on the fact that I hadn't posted um, an episode and you know exactly who you are. And um, yeah, I'm forever holding a grudge and that's how it is. But um, yeah, without further ado, uh, launching 2020's How Do You Hustle podcast is the one and only Mike Zakarian. I mean, we love him. We know him. Comedy's nice man, a nice boy, Mike Zakarian. Um, he is a New York-based improviser, writer, and comedian. He is also the creator of Humans of Higher Ed, which is a satire platform for professionals in higher ed, um, and it's blowing up. They have a gazillion followers, I counted, um, on Twitter and Facebook, and it's just, it's amazing. Um, and he talks about his experience working in higher ed and um, what it felt like to quit a full-time job in a space that he worked in his whole life. So basically quitting a career to pursue comedy, which is pretty epic. And he also talked about what it felt like returning an engagement ring, which doesn't really have anything to do with a day job, but is a very good story. So I recommend listening to that. Um, folks, without further ado, Mike Zakarian. My day job right now. Uh, you can refer to me for the rest of this episode as Coach Mike okay. because I am working at a kid's gym That's awesome. as a coach, which is, uh, for some reason, people's first response is like, oh, what are you doing with those kids? You doing like push-ups and stuff? And it's like, no, they're toddlers. This is like a <laughs> gymboree. It's like a, an hour-long class where they barely do any like actual physical movement. We're just entertaining them five minutes at a time for an hour. <laughs> it amazing. ends with a puppet show and they leave. <laughs> 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 they're just literally trying to have like whatever like their parents are working or something their parents well so some of their parents are there they, okay. they have to be accompanied by like a guardian or some <laughs> sort so there's a parent there's an i'm really not doing much like they have adult <laughs> supervision throughout the entire thing i'm just supposed to like smile big and have energy for an hour you're like hey yeah um did you have gym or like that kind of experience before no zero mm -hmm. no i mean i worked uh like i worked in education forever yeah uh, but mostly with college kids so the age difference is a little bit different. <laughs> sure. Give or take 18 to 22 years. <laughs> give or take. <laughs> um, right. But but no, I had no experience. I mean, I, I've like worked at summer camps and stuff. So I guess mm -hmm. I guess that counts. But I, I didn't realize like how anxious I was going to be holding like babies. And, I know. Like, little ones. Uh, and then I'm supposed to be doing like athletic things with them. Like, hey, like. I'm mimicking how they hold on to like a trapeze or something. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh god, I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna drop you in front of your dad. <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. So once I got over that fear, it was a little bit better. But it is really scary to hold um like a yeah a tiny baby. Yeah, because they can't. They literally have no muscles. They're they like no jelly. Muscles. They're like cute jelly. They are, and yeah. then they'll trick you. They're like, I got this. <laughs> like I've got a good grip. And then like just when they're done, they're done. They're like, okay, cool. And then they're ready to fall. 
<laughs> yeah. I also much more respect for people that work with kids <laughs> on a regular basis because kids are like heavy and it's weird weight. Yes. Like it's not like you're picking up a weight where it's like evenly distributed. It's just like I've thrown my back out so many times <laughs> since starting this. And I'm like, I don't understand how our pa- parents should always be hurt. Parents should always have back problems. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. get I'm like, oh, we have to like I have to like squat down to pick this kid up. I can't <laughs> right. just like scoop and run. Or all parents should be fit. That's yes. like you're always like working out. Yeah, they should be. But like weird. It's like weird old <laughs> YMCA way, like strength. <laughs> right. Just in certain parts. Of yeah. Your, like thick thighs. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> broad shoulders <laughs> yeah and deep dark circles under their eyes <laughs> yeah totally a tired i don't know whatever that is the tired swimmer no yes the tired um, swimmer sure that's like upper body i don't know um that's awesome um so that's your current day job that's my current day job, okay yeah. and how did you find that gig so uh, a friend of mine an old uh roommate actually is like part owner slash manager wonderful uh and i told him like i was like i wasn't even talking to him to try to find a job but he was just asked me what i was doing now that i left Great. and i was looking at some like after school programs something that i could that could just be like flexible for like 20 hours a week or something like that right um and he was like i actually have a, a position open if you want to do it so Great. yeah you're like sure i will take it I will. And the reason why you hopped into this is because I'm so excited to talk about this. Yeah. Um, you like literally changed your whole life. It changed my whole life. <laughs> so I've been working in education for, so I've been working at a college or colleges over the last like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most recently was a director of residence life. And I hated it <laughs> deep down in my heart. Uh, and I was, I work at this summer camp every summer. I've been doing it for like the last 15 years Mm -hmm. and I work with like 400 different high school students and you get like a group of 20 that are like yours for the week and throughout this this past July I was telling them all like take calculated risks and follow your dreams and do all these things and it just felt very empty because they'd be like what so what do you do Mike and then I'm like oh I go back and hate myself (laughs) for the people I work with wow So so that camp ended on like a Friday and then within one week, I gave my notice. Wow. And yeah, I did it a week later, which like probably should have thought through it a little bit more. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. But I gave them like two months notice. So oh. like I so I could get my life together because sure. the job that I had also came with an apartment. Yes. So not only did I quit my job, but I quit my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, great. Great. So I, I just wanted to make sure I had time to like get everything in order. That's totally um, fair. But yeah, so it was it was pretty crazy to go from you know like a career for a decade and then sure to be like hey who cares i'm not doing it i'm anymore. done was there like a moment so i mean this train this summer camp was mm-hmm. definitely like influencing you because you were yeah. talking about following dreams and then you were like oh what am i doing yeah but had you always sort of been like i need to leave you yeah, know or I, so i i mean i had like soft goals of mm-hmm. like yeah eventually if i want to keep pursuing like the comedy and the creative stuff, at some point I'm going to have to not have this full-time gig because totally. it just didn't allow a lot of flexibility. But I had made a soft goal maybe like five different times and it, that was easy to push through. Like, sure. I'm, like I'm not going to do this. Um, but I, the higher up in education I was getting, like in the administration side of things, the less I was working with students. Mm. And that's why, I went to, that's why I went to school for it. I went to school... I arguably got a master's degree in icebreaking and team building. Like that's <laughs> truly what I did. That's awesome. But like I got into it to work with students and like help them through. And the last year or so of the job, I really was only meeting with students who had like 
like crazy drug issues or like needed to be removed from housing. Like oh I'm God. having conversations of like, hey, you can't live here anymore. Or, hey, you need to wash more regularly. Like stuff like that. <laughs> and like that sucks. Like oh nobody wants to be doing God. that. Yeah. And I, I don't mind doing that like as a part of, it's a part of developmental stuff. Like I get it. But if that's the only student interaction I'm having is like very negative. Totally. You know, it just, it wears on you pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, this is why, it's not why I got into it. You no. Know? And how do you cope with that? I mean, that that kind of like, yeah, conversation is yeah. is very tiring. Yeah, and, and I think like I was talking to my my mom about it. Like I feel like you can you can hate your job but love the people that you work with. Yes, or you can love your job and hate. The, wait, did I just say that the same way? Twice? No, you're right. You're okay. On, mm-hmm. Or like love the job and hate the people you work with. Mm-hmm. But like if it's both, you get, like you can't do it. Yep. And I think like when working at similar institutions with like challenging issues, like I had staff support to mm-hmm. lean on, where like people that I was close with or that had like formed relationships with and that kind of makes it a little bit easier because you're like going through this together sure uh and that wasn't the case at the last spot and so i was like i hate this interaction and i <laughs> hate you guys <laughs> I hate I these co-workers yeah uh, yeah and you like you try to trick yourself like you're like oh no that's not how i feel but it 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 wears on you and then i was seeing it like impact me in other aspects of my life too that oh. i like didn't i was just like way more stressed and then mm-hmm. i was like angry all the time and i was mm-hmm. like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. um so and it, it was crazy like the immediate before i even like officially had my last day just like after saying i'm quitting it like completely like lifted really? so much stress yeah oh you could feel like a oh weight my god yeah the- Yeah. So it's like, you know that you made the right decision when that feeling is whatever it is. You you Mm -hmm. leave something that is toxic in your life. Mm-hmm. you always feel like you just took a big old dump and you're yeah, just yeah, like, I yeah. feel good. Yeah, and like was waiting to be congratulated just by <laughs> everyone I talked to. Excuse me. It's like, yeah. It was yeah. so funny too. So many people came up to me after in New York specifically that were like, wow, it's like really brave <laughs> and courageous of what you're doing. Like very inspiring. And then I went home for the first time for the holidays and my grandmother was kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> What do you mean you quit your job? Oh, so it's just so funny God. that New York is like, oh, no, we love it. I get it. Everybody at home is like, oh, cool. So you're just like quitting your life. Oh, cool. So like no apartment, no job. Yeah. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Because and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like that's a very sobering experience. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. Well, it's. I feel like a lot of people you're very active on Twitter. Thank you. And you <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's Probably time. more so since I quit my job. <laughs> a little more free time. Perfect. Sure. Um, yeah. You're active on Twitter. And a lot of your comedy, I feel like, um, come came from your day job, too. Yeah. Where it was just like these insane scenarios or like whatever. And you're, you know, as part of your storytelling and your and your jokes and yeah. your tweets and stuff. Um, so I think a lot of people identified you as like this person who works in this space and is like the, has like a comedic voice in yeah. that space. So now that you've left, everyone's like, Oh, I know. congrats. And also, wow. wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause it's such a big part of, I feel like your identity, both as a comic and as like, yeah, you know, who you, yeah, absolutely. And it was, so like four years ago too, I started this thing called humans of higher ed mm-hmm. and I started it just as like a writing exercise. I was like, this is going to force me to post something every day, uh, for nobody, like nobody who needs parody educational stuff. I was like, no. <laughs> No, but this isn't going to be for anybody but myself. Yeah. Um, and it like weirdly blew up. Uh, and we've got like 25,000 like followers on Facebook That's and like amazing. up near 10,000 on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So, and like we're going to, I do with three other people now because it was just too much to do 
solo and we're going to south by southwest you decided to do like a panel because we did a meme over the summer that somebody got upset about and then it stirred this entire controversy of like the the uh entry level staff members are so disconnected from like the upper level management and nobody knows what they're actually like going through in this yeah. experience and i'm like yo that wasn't the intent I was like a little buzzed and thought this <laughs> gif was funny and I posted it out there about being excited that students were gone for the summer and someone's like it this is what's wrong with the field oh, like you shouldn't be excited my. when students are gone and I'm like that's why parents talk about how like September 1st is their happiest day of their life when their <laughs> right. kids go back to school it's like, all open like yeah. we all talk about that stuff yeah it's so, a joke yeah yeah but anyway so yeah it's yeah. been like a pretty a pretty big like part of my voice I think totally so it was kind of weird leaving that because right. I was like that was a lot of just my experiences, my day-to-day experiences. And I, that's what I would use to make other stuff. But I don't think, I mean, I, I feel like, especially now that I'm still like working with kids, kind of, even though they can't talk. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the experiences are still the same. Oh, you think? I think so. I yeah. mean, I think people are, <laughs> this is going to be deep. So feel free to pull this <laughs> oh and put God. this in like the tag. Oh, I, I will. <laughs> I think people are people no matter what age they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people are people no matter how. I mean, yeah, yes, I that's also what want this to go to uh, on a song. <laughs> and I want this to be in a song. Um, thank you immediately. But no, um, I do. I think like I think we see the same types of experiences and interactions every day. It just like it's now like you're moving the dial a little bit. So I'm not sure. in a college setting, but like I'm still talking to crazy parents. I'm right. still like working with people I don't always want to work with. I'm still <laughs> like not great with a supervisor. Like I, it's just like, it's, it's just a different population of people now, but, sure. um, but it is a little, yeah, it was a little different, like leaving it. Yeah. I mean, and what is, I mean, you kind of touched on this earlier, but like is, have you felt the impact of not having like, I'm assuming your hours were nine to five, yeah. sort of Monday through Friday, yeah. benefits, all that stuff, salary. Yeah. Yes. All, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that stuff. All that is stuff. Gone. <laughs> right, right. No, which is, but yeah. And, and so it's like, you know, it's real to then, you know, quit and then be like, oh, okay, well, I have to refigure that out. Right. Right. And yeah. it's truly like, and I was saying this a little earlier, I think, like, depending on the day, my my feelings on it change where there's like some days where I'm like, Oh my God, this flexibility in my schedule is perfect. I did two self tapes. I wrote <laughs> for an hour and a half. I went for a run. I meditated. I didn't meditate, but it sounded like a nice thing to add in there. But like, and then I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. And yeah. then there'll be another day where I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why did I quit my job to do nothing? Mm-hmm. So it's this like weird, like emotional roller coaster of like, am I putting enough pressure on myself? Am I putting too much pressure on myself? Like what's the amount of, what's the right amount of creative work I'm supposed to be doing week to week? Because it's not the same as like being in an office, like checking emails. A hundred percent. So. And you have to be your own sort of like, you know, you have to set your own constraints. You're your own boss. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're either on fire and you're like, (laughs) I love myself and I am so efficient and like yada yada. And then there are other days where you're like, I can't get out of bed and I have to binge watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and that's it. And like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> this is so sad that I've made like TV, uh, requ- not requirements, but like <laughs> limits of what I'm allowed to do. Oh, that's so, so good. I was recently really into The Watchmen mm. and I'm not going to watch it on Sunday night because I'm not a monster watching <laughs> it in real time. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud. The new web hosting plan from Bluehost with 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times. 
your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. But I would, uh, Monday morning, I would set my alarm clock like 45 minutes earlier than I normally would. Hello. And I would watch it in the morning. There you go. But then I would only allow myself to watch one episode, and I'm like, I gotta go on my day now. And that's it. Yeah. Wow. That's, and this is when you were, when, this is now. Yeah. This is now. Like, like Monday morning from like 7.30 to 8.30, I will watch an episode of something. That's it. That's it. For the week? No, 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 not for the week. But I've just, that, that like kept me from like being like, oh, I'll just watch like two hours worth here and two hours worth here. But it's like, okay, this is like a set time. Wow. This is where I'm going to do the thing. So then how do you, how do you fill the rest of your days? Like, are you. question. Yeah. Um, no, well, so I'm working, I'm working like yeah. 20 or so hours a week, but like I host a trivia night right. now, um, at Greats of Craft, which is, uh, in Midtown East, which I wish I knew existed when I lived over there because hey. it's a dope bar and they don't have a lot of dope bars in Midtown they East. They don't, as we know, right. when we tried to host that uh, mic. That mic, ta- <laughs> Mike Town East. Mike Town East. Oh, God, what a great name. Right? <laughs> Just good branding overall. <laughs> but, uh, so I host that on Monday nights and so Monday I will try to like write for an hour or so and then I have to create trivia for a couple hours or whatever. So that's kind of... Cool. That's like what Monday looks like. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to fill it. I'm trying to, if I'm not writing, I'm trying to be submitting to stuff wow. to act. Um, and then I'm also um, just like trying to make sure I'm like staying on top of administrative things too. Because sure. that actually makes me feel like I'm doing work. Yes. Right. Where writing doesn't necessarily feel like that or self-taping doesn't really feel like that. Right. But I'm like, okay, I updated my website or <laughs> I did, I sent out like these six emails that needed to go out. Right. I'm like, look at me working like a person. <laughs> I sent an email. I mean, honestly, emails, the whole just like staring at the inbox, doing an email thing, yeah. it feels very um, productive and, yeah. and good. And, and that is similar to office work. Yeah. Like, you know. I so think that, so. That does make you feel better for sure. Um, and you, great. So now you moved from Midtown to Astoria yeah. and you are with your lovely partner. Yes, Kelsey. Yes, Kelsey. Who's great. Who's the best. Who's the best. Yes. Yeah. And how has that been um, being with her and like going through all this stuff? Yeah, she's been incredibly supportive. That's great. Uh, which was crazy to me because I, when I, uh, with my job, so I mentioned I had an apartment. I, d- I don't think I mentioned it was a free apartment, so I wasn't paying for that apartment. <laughs> uh, so we had two like salary incomes plus a free place to live in New York. So we were the only people living in New York saving money, I think. Sure, sure. Um, so I think to, to be like, hey, we're going to leave this <laughs> is a nuts thing to say to your partner. Uh, but she actually was more on board with me leaving. Like she was, w- she was way on board before I was with me leaving my Great. job. Yeah, she just got, she kind of knew, like she you could see like physically how it was impacting me and i just wasn't the same yeah like person um yeah. and like your partner notices that your family notices that i mean even my mom was like yeah you seemed awful so yeah um, not in good spirits right so she's been very supportive and uh she actually is a nanny for uh or i shouldn't say she's a 
family assistant mm. uh, for a family on the Upper East Side where mm-hmm. she does like administrative stuff for the family during the day and then like tutors and helps out with the kids in the evening. Great. And they pay her insane uh, money for <laughs> like as a family on the Upper East Side. They're like, we have too much money. So we want to take care of our kids nicely. So they Great. got, yeah. So that has also helped make the transition a little bit easier too. Sure. Um, because we were just in a place where we could do this for a little bit. I don't know how sustainable it is. Right. Uh, until I get like rich and famous, you know, but whoop, whoop, uh, which is yeah. around the corner. Which is right I feel the it. Corner. Putting it that's, out there. <laughs> putting it out there. That's why I came on today. So yes. somebody else would be forced to say that. <laughs> so yeah, that's the only reason I came over. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, I mean and the the switch to a story has been great too. I think that that's honestly probably gonna keep us in New York longer than I would have anticipated. Oh, good. Only because it's just like, again, Midtown East, there's nothing oh happening God. there. There's nothing. And for, for our audience, um, they, we, Mike and I used to live truly a mm. skip and a hop. Skip and a hop. Away. It was so close. A stone's throw, if yes. you will. Very close to hot jumbo bagel. Oh, that's the um, only thing I missed. That and Draft 55. That and Draft 55, which is great. I was there the other day. Were you? Uh, yeah, oh, I was. Um, but yeah, like that. nothing else. No, there's <laughs> nothing. It's like nine to five. Yeah. And then everybody leaves. Yeah. Everybody looks like Mitt Romney. <laughs> yes, like it is the same. There is zero community <laughs> in that place. Like on the weekends, there's nobody around. Yeah. Um, so then to go to Astoria and there's like people who have lived in Astoria forever. Yes. There's people like me who have just gotten there. Um, but there's like so much, so much like culture and community there totally. that wasn't a part of my life before. So that's great. yeah, that's been great. And we're close to Astoria park oh, and it's beautiful. beautiful. Over there. Yeah. So that it's been sounds, really nice. That's really great. So yeah. you, you took a big risk, quit your job in a way that felt like good for you because you were like oh i hated this thing this is not serving me anymore it did serve me i'm identifying that it doesn't anymore Mm -hmm. i'm going to quit and also relocate to a place that makes me feel good so you're doing like double good things yeah and i think that i think relocating helped i think it'd feel weirder if i was still because i still um like when i go host the trivia or a gym that i'm a part of is over there it does kind of feel weird like going back in there because it's like i i don't know i don't know what the right word is but it's just like going back it's like visiting your old high school or something or it's like a place where you used to or like your old house yeah you know when you like don't live in your house anymore yeah. someone else does and you're supposed you, to just like drive by you're not supposed to stop yeah right? like, you're like okay i remember that and yeah keep going. and it's like you have to like go in it <laughs> yeah. and you're like i don't i don't know right so i think if i was still living there i yeah. think i'd still be feeling a lot of or not a lot but some of the same stuff that i was feeling before sort of like completely move and it was just kind of like a reset button sure. and that was really cool um, and I think it's easy to talk about it like this, like big picture away from it being like, oh, it's definitely the right move. I definitely feel better doing it. But I think like day to day, it's still, I think anybody doing this, you kind of feel nutso while uh, you're doing it. hundred percent. Well, you know? just because I feel like the world is telling us like, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Like have a nine to five, have healthcare, like have all these things or whatever, like have this structure. But we, as a, a community of creatives, comics, whatever, we're like, oh, that's hilarious. No, because we're craving like something totally different. Right. But we also have to pave our own way. Right. And figure that out on our own. Right. Because well, what works for someone doesn't work for, you know. Absolutely. And yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think there's, there's no like real blueprint. To no. This, no. Uh, which <laughs> feels <laughs> nuts. And then every once in a while, I'm like, oh, actually, I do have a blueprint and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Mom and dad. This is what's up. Yeah. And then like 
two steps later, I'm like, oh no, I would have dumb dumb for thinking there was a blueprint. A hundred percent. And you know what? Who's to say that? I feel like I also hear a lot of people oscillate between you know, having a traditional nine to five, then doing freelance for a few years, then going back to a traditional right. nine. It's like, you never know. Right. Like maybe that's the answer is like not having a consistent way yeah. of working, you know, but it's clear that like we can't do one thing forever right. because that's just not going to serve our end goal. Right. So that's great. Yeah. On my way out of uh, my last job, I really was, I was pretty like vocal burning down <laughs> higher education. And I don't know. I think I think it's A, because I feel that way. I think <laughs> higher education needs to be tweaked. But I think I think part of it was like, I want to make sure I have, there's like proof, or not proof, but there's there's history out there. I can't come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not welcome. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was made known. I mean, you could kind of tell, but it was made known that I was running this humans of higher ed thing. <laughs> sure. So, and like I was pretty vocal on that about some specific things. Right. I was calling out specific, not specific people, but specific types of people <laughs> You're in like higher adding education. You're <laughs> like yeah. adding. Yeah. They, there was, uh, it was revealed through this this meme blow up that there was like a blacklist of higher ed where Whoa. like people were creating like fake accounts to follow and like see what some other people in higher education were doing online and oh like God. what they were a part of. And then basically these higher ups were like, okay, we won't hire this person. Wow. So once we found that out, we kind of went nuts with it and, and just like put a lot of stuff out there. So I promise if there are blacklists, <laughs> my name is 100% on it. So, I need, yeah. Like I am banned. Wow. Yeah. You're like an investigative like journalist or oh, something. I, that's I mean, like it, that's cool. If you, you can say that as long as you don't look at any of the stuff that we post, because uh -huh. then then it will not look like <laughs> investigative journalism whatsoever. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> no, but that's just cool. It's cool to have a critical eye. I do think it takes some sort of what's the word balls to then that's like the right. That's that's the word I think. Um, to honestly like critique your <laughs> your current like yeah. employer because that is scary. Um, and I think that that, uh, but you know, there also are a lot of people who have a lot of issues with like the way education is. I used to work at an education nonprofit as well. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's a lot of, you know, we're out here trying to figure it out, but, um, well was, but yeah, yeah. There's certainly a lot of people with a lot of strong opinions about how they think things should work. So I think the fact that you're a voice out there, that's like, yeah, blow yeah. It up. like <laughs> it's just really cool. Yeah. Pretty punk rock. But I, and I think, but I think it won't like that was also done to not allow me to like go back to. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm no, like that is cool, this but I'm also can never work. Yeah. <laughs> you're at I burn yeah. the bridge and burn built it back up, burned <laughs> it again. I'm like this is done. <laughs> like never again. Yeah. Um, I would, I uh, would love to see a list published and your name is just like oh. an Every, the top 10 is just Mike Zakarian. Mike Zakarian is like I every I promise song. it's there. That is so funny and badass at the same yeah. time. Um, a win, you know, a win for comedy, a loss for Ed. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes, which is what we're doing. Um, speaking of the comedy, um, I do want to ask you a little bit about your journey in comedy. Yeah. Um, screw day jobs. We hate them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what is, um, what got you into it? How long have you been doing it? Yeah. Um, where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was like first starting out, I was still working in education, obviously. And I was in Boston yes. and I was, I was doing a lot more public speaking through my work. So I was like, Oh, this, I've been to a show at this place called Improv Boston. I was like, I should probably take a class. This will like help the public speaking thing with no real interest of like pursuing comedy or doing it regularly or anything. Interesting. Uh, and I, just, I, I had really had a great time in the class and I was like, Oh, I'll just keep taking it. It was cool meeting like a bunch of people that were a part of a community that I probably 
under normal circumstance or other circumstances wouldn't be a part of. Um, cause I that just was never, I was never in a theater. I was never into any of that stuff. So this was all very new to me. Sure. Um, and I met a few friends there and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. Uh, and then like just flew through the school and got on like a Herald team and then was doing Torco there. That's great. Yeah. And then I went to, uh, I went to DCM. Oh gosh. I think this was like 2014. Yeah. And our Boston Herald team did a show and uh, I found out after that Horatio Sands was at the show. Oh my God. Which I'm so glad I found that out after. Right. Cause I'm like, again, cause I still had never seen anybody that was like a famous person. <gasps> Uh, so Can you imagine that, if you knew before? Um, I just a wreck. Yeah, and I remember I was wearing this like a shirt I'd never wear again, but this was like this teal V-neck. Oh, and I just imagine yes. the amount of sweat that would have been showing through <laughs> it if I had known he was there. It would have been a dark, wet, tur- yeah. rich turquoise. Yeah, it'd be like green yeah. by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, green um, for sure. But we just went to black. Yeah, just black. <laughs> just black. The, shirt the black shirt sweats away. <laughs> um, but after the show, we went to the party space, and he like. He will never, he would never remember this, but like came up to me and was like, hey, I saw your show that was really, really good. Oh my God. And then like referenced two things that I did in an improv show. What? And was like, this is great. And we talked for like five or so minutes and he was like, oh, like, do you live in New York? And I was like, no, I'm actually in Boston. He's like, oh, are you planning on moving? And that was like the <gasps> first thought that I had. I'd like never thought about actually moving. Um, and then so I got home from DCM and I applied for a job at NYU. I was working at <laughs> MIT at the time and I left like three months later. I Literally, you're like, Horatio Sands, my life coach, says yeah. I should move to New York. Yeah. Um, which so. again, which again, he like that conversation, there's no way he registers that conversation. Like he was probably like, what a nice thing I can do right oh, now. Right. Like, right. <laughs> and just hearing his, buck. sure. Um, and just like, yeah, hearing stories about him, like probably high as a kite. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like, oh, 100%. six second beat my dude. And you're just like, oh yeah, for sure. He's like, you remember you did that thing with the Thin Mints. Oh my God. The Thin Mint I thing was that. so I good. I love Thin Mints. I love Dr. Pepper. I love Thin Mints. That's how he talks. Um, perfect impression. A perfect impression. Spot on. Um, SNL, here I come. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's incredible. Yeah, it was crazy. That's, inc- I mean, that is incredible to have Horatio Sands literally yeah. com- compliment yeah, your comedic was, abilities. It was insane. Like, insane. I will say though, no uh, big name comedian has complimented me since. That was a one time, <laughs> right. one time thing. One time, but enough to get me to move to another yeah. country. Yeah. And it, it just or so happened. another city. It just so, yeah. No, I'm moving <laughs> to another country, country for comedy. <laughs> Um, and it just so happened to, I, uh, I actually was on this Herald team with, uh, Teo Yang, who's a friend of mine who yes. now lives in LA, but yes. he, uh, he was actually moving to New York like two months before I was. So that kind of made it a little bit easier too, where I was like, oh, I already know somebody that's there that's in the comedy scene. Wonderful. Yeah. So that kind of made the, made the transition a little bit easier. Great. And when you came here, were you like, I'm moving to New York for comedy? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I, but I wasn't confident in, in enough to be like, I'm going to quit my career to right. do this. I was like, and I actually was probably felt pretty strongly at the time that I wasn't ever going to do that. I was wow. like, Oh, I won't, I won't quit my career until I have booked a series regular or something. Sure, like, like until was, I am on TV. Yeah. I yeah. was like pretty confident that was the, cause I knew nothing about it and was like, that's how it works. Right. Um, so I was like, as long as I'm just going to keep the career while I'm doing it. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I took, I like immediately signed up for a UCB class mm-hmm. and that ended up being the only class I took at UCB. Really? Yeah. I like, yeah, it was fine. I really, actually the class itself was great. I had Chelsea Clark who I think is one oh, of the nicest, funniest who we people. Love. Yeah. Yes. I think she's incredible. Yes. Uh, but I just was like, everybody was like 18 in the class. And I was not, not that there's anything wrong with 18 year olds, but I was like, and you were, I was 30 (laughs) Uh, and I I just was, I I was like, oh, I don't think I want to dump another 
four thousand dollars into a comedy school wow. just because just because I realized like I the goal at UCB right is to get on Herald teams and then mm-hmm. weekend teams. I was like, I don't want to do Herald's like right. it's not a thing I want to do. You're like, I, I've been doing them. Yeah. I've literally been doing them at the highest level yeah. in Boston. Yeah, in the and sure there's a huge like gap between what they're doing in Boston and what they're doing in New York. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry for the shade. No offense, no offense, no offense. <laughs> um, but I just was like, I only want to do improv for fun now. Like wow. I want to do it with my friends and I want to have fun with it. Get um, it. Yeah. So that was kind of, it was kind of a weird realization to happen like six months after being in, like moving to New York. I'm like, I'm going to go through all the UCB <laughs> classes Yeah. and then I'm going to be performing at Chelsea regularly. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, or Improv Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah. Well, yeah. It's there. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Let's do shows there, I guess. Um, yeah. No. It was. I went back there recently, oh. and it feels nice. Does it? Yeah, it I, I, I had some friends who put up a show there, and they yeah. were like, it was great. And yeah. Like, oh. I've had a sketch team do a couple yeah. of things there, and it's like, it's really great to be back there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good space. Yeah. Well. But anyways. Anyways. Um, But yeah, so I think to like have a quick realization of like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to take classes there. What do I do now? And I don't think I figured that out for a while either. Mm. I just like knew I didn't want to be on a Herald team. Interesting. Yeah. Did you, was there a part of you that wanted to do like sketch at UCB or like any other program or you were just like, I actually don't want to pay money. To yeah, do I actually, I, yeah, I don't think I really wanted to do sketch yeah. and I don't think I'm built to do characters. I think like there's, I mean, that's yeah. not true. I'm sure there's a world in which that could happen, but I think there's like, there's a very sp- sp- uh, specific group <laughs> of like talented that's like a specific type of talent that I think that sure. that it takes to do characters. And yeah. I think my self-awareness was like, that's on you, dude. Um, <laughs> like, hey, Mike, looking good today. Yeah. Also, um, don't do characters. Don't do characters. Yeah. <laughs> I love our little and, voices. <laughs> unless my character was to just like straighten out things. Like sure. that's the only thing that I bring to even improv where I'm like, what? No, that's crazy. Um, you're a robot <laughs> yeah. with wings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, pal. Right. So I yeah. like, I just, I didn't really have an interest in, in doing that. Okay. That's totally fair. And mm. I feel like that probably saved you a lot of uh, time and money as yeah, well. Just knowing definitely. like what you're good at and being like, yeah, this is my pocket. Yeah. Gonna chase the pocket. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's like a really good um, sense of self that I think is just helpful it just speeds up the timeline yeah I feel like just to be like i'm gonna put all my energy into the thing i know that i'm good at and yeah like, i i think if i moved here 10 years earlier i wouldn't have had that awareness like right. i think i would have been like oh no this is what i have to do this is the only way um but i think just being a little bit older i was like oh i don't i don't think i want that sure um and then I even like tricked myself into thinking I wanted to do it again. I like did Reckless. Yep. Another uh, RIP. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. list things that are dead. <laughs> All the theaters that have died. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that one doesn't need to rest in peace, I don't think. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I got cast on a Drag team. Drag it! <laughs> I got cast on a team and then immediately was like, oh, remember, you didn't want this. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You yeah. know, but like my brain tricked me of like, oh no, it's important. Like you need the validation. Yeah. Or it's like, maybe I'm just in a funk and yeah. then like it's fear or whatever, but like you can't deny the inner voice. Yeah. And if the inner voice is shouting at you, like you don't want to do this, yeah. you ain't going to do it. No, I know. You or you're going to do, do it, it poorly. Or you're going to do it poorly. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, hey man, what up? And you're like, eh. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> I hate this. I yeah. hate you a lot. And yeah. also this. Um, Yeah. It's like, I knew that. I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. I, was um, like, I just think, I mean, this 
I, I, this isn't a hot take. I just think improv <laughs> should be only done with people you love. Oh, a hundred percent. Just like don't jam strangers together. I mean, I guess strangers can finally love themselves <laughs> at some point. I just, I, uh, it's not for me. It's. I will say, as someone who is not good at improv How at all, um, truly, just very bad. Um, yeah, bad. Um, and wanted it so bad for three <laughs> years, and it was like the most square peg in the roundest hole possible. I didn't know it could be rounder, um, but like it just you know was just not good. Um, I think like the most fun I ever had was doing it with people that I loved, yeah. and, and like who like just only made me look good, and I would just fuck right. everything up. But like you know, it did feel very good to do that, and like yeah. I the thought of doing it with strangers makes me want to yeah yeah just cry. And I'm so at the point now too. I mean, I'm not really doing improv as much anymore, but like if the second I feel uh, like oh wait this isn't fun and i know what fun feels like and i know it's not this i'm like oh i'm done oh i'm, I'm done. not gonna do this anymore that's amazing yeah and i will say just like a kind of a um sidebar physically bold yeah is like a fucking legend team yeah. oh, wow. and like really heavy hitters on that team i mean molly yeah. brenner yeah. Ian dyer Lori Berducci. Yes. The douche. Yes, the douche. So no like, one else calls no. it that, but I'm forcing that nickname. Okay, well, so. the douche. Hey, Lori, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you guys were incredible, and you were like fucking like just running circles around Indie Cage Match. I remember watching your your shows and stuff, and yeah. you guys were so good. And I was like, why aren't all these people on Herald Night? What's going on? And and then I you like through the grapevine because I don't think I knew you at the time, no. but I was I knew that you guys were from Boston. Yeah, came to New York and you were all heavy hitters in Boston and sort of just came through here and were like, yeah, we rule. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of badass for them to be like, yeah, no, you know, like I'm good already. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it was one of I like the more UCB stuff I saw too. I realized that I just really wanted to do cage match, which mm -hmm. is dumb to say out loud. Like I'm only interested in competitive <laughs> only improv. <laughs> um, I think improv is about friends yeah. and competition. <laughs> <laughs> but once I realized I didn't have to take all the classes to do that, I was like, if that's the one thing I want to do, then I'm just going to do that. And I still do. I usually do it like once a year. And I'm like, that's all I really want that's to get out of it. That's incredible, dude. Yeah. That's, uh, it must be at such, like you're at peace. It, it, it has taken all of the stress out of it, which that's is wonderful. nice. That's I mean, great. I still kind of have to poop before I go on <laughs> stage every single Sometimes. time. But outside of that. It's like a normal stress all right. the time. It's 100% of the time. <laughs> it's like weird sweats. And then I have to poop. <laughs> all my shirts are... Gross. Like, yeah, no longer are. teal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Horatio's hands got... Um, great. It, fuck you. Um, no, that's great. Um, <laughs> so fuck you at Horatio's hands? <laughs> no, because it's like all this like stress is now. Yeah. Like we're chasing all these things. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so, how, so now you knew that like, okay, I'm, improv is not something i want to be doing like in an intense way i yeah. like it with my friends great it's fun for me um how did you find the thing that you love doing and yeah. what is that thing? so i think like i uh soon after that tricked myself into thinking that i wanted to write which i do i love writing sure i don't love writing i love the what happens when you're done writing i don't like the <laughs> actual writing part i don't Who like does? yeah i don't think is anybody, there anyone yeah i don't think I haven't met them yet. I would love to talk yeah. to them because it is a grueling process. It is. Yeah. Uh, but I, for some reason, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Or if, I think I like tricked my brain into being like, this is how I'll break in is through this. Because oh, yeah. there's just more. It feel it, At the time, it felt like there were more opportunities coming my way to submit to stuff to write. So mm -hmm. I was like, obviously, this is the way to get in. Um, so I did that like pretty aggressively for a year and a half or so. Uh, and I was telling myself, no, I don't want to perform. Like, that's not what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. I want to be writing. But that was me telling myself 
incorrect information. Like I do want to perform. You do. So, yeah. And you're I a do. great you're a great performer. Oh I've God. seen your solo show. Thank you. Which was so fucking good. Thank you for coming. Yes, no problem. Um but yeah, so once I like had that and that was right around the time when I submitted the solo show, it was like, Oh, this is I wanna be performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still wanna be writing, but I want it like that's what I wanna be doing. You know for a fact. And great. The, that's yeah. great. And that's when I started doing sketch a little bit more and have just been trying to find more opportunities to do on camera stuff because that is what I wanna be doing. Good. Good, good, um, and good. that's been nice to say that out loud and to realize that that's what I want. Good. Because, um, yeah, I think for some reason my brain was like, hey, you can't say you want to be a performer. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I know. There is – Um. well, it's just because I think there's a lot of um weird – Uh. Th- th- like this – I don't know. If you're like, I'm an actor, people automatically make assumptions about you yeah. where it's like, oh, they don't think you're smart or funny. Yeah. I feel like there's like this weird stigma about that. That's- and it's like – no like yeah. I, I am smart and funny i also literally love performing and acting yeah so s my d oh no but like <laughs> it's, yeah and then you punch them and kill them right that's right. what i do to all the haters murder. out there um murder them slaughter them um but yeah it's i feel like it's there is a stigma about that yeah. and maybe at least for me the hesitation of being like i want to be an actor yeah feels really weird right yeah and i feel like and it still feels a little weird but it's feeling a little less weird every time i say it out loud <laughs> good so that's good we're Yay! It's eroding um, that's what this pod is about yes erosion <laughs> it's about erosion <laughs> mm, yeah sure but yeah so that's been like that's been, <laughs> that's been a fun journey like trying to figure out what exactly it is and i still don't feel like i going back to talking about blueprints like yes. i still have no idea what i'm doing it's just like i now have more time to chuck more stuff against the wall to see what sticks wonderful and, and that's really what what the last like few months has been that's wonderful and how yeah. long total have you been at this thing uh like comedy in like general comedy in general uh so i've been in new york for five years uh and i was doing it for like a year and a half before i moved to new york so wow like six and a, six and a half years really yeah. yeah i feel like you've been doing this for longer oh no well i don't i don't i think that's true I think maybe seven years we could say seven to seven. be safe uh, that but, is surprising. I thought you were going to be like a hard 10 or something for some reason, no. only because I feel like you rose through the ranks so quickly it, and I, like your name is just always like buzzing and stuff. And I just feel like, buzzing? well, I just feel like people are always like, I love Mike, like, or yeah, whatever, you know, people just nice. kind of like know who you are and like you've done, you do some cool stuff and it's like, I feel like it takes a while to get there sometimes. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's, that's really nice. Cool. That's sweet. I think also just being easy to work with immediately makes people you are a delight. like you. Oh, no, I, sorry, I didn't mean to say it like <laughs> yeah. that, but I, but I do. I think like it's easy to cross your name off list by like just being an asshole. Like yes. and then all it takes is being an asshole once and everyone is going to be like, hey, that guy's an asshole. It's usually a guy. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. so I think that goes a long way. So I, I this is me trying to justify why my name is buzzing. Yeah. Well, it's because I am a nice guy. But the, to be to be fair, I I will totally validate and confirm that you are literally one of the nicest people oh, ever God. so this is too nice cammy's um, too nice true no no okay well no no <laughs> i know that then that's a no um cool okay so you've been doing it for about seven years and mm-hmm. now you're like cool i want to just like experiment a little bit i know yeah. i want to act i know i want to write we'll see what happens yeah i'm forcing myself to do more stand-up and have been Good. um be- i have moved a block away from qed hello uh, so i've been like producing as much as i can there um, smart because i am bad at going to mics uh but i am good at showing up to shows that i'm hosting <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like if i just host a couple a month uh that will help <laughs> um so that's what 
I've been doing since moving, which has been fun. Cool. Um, so you also hate mics. I do. Okay. Yeah. Mike hates mics. Mike, Mike hates Mike. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you talk to me about that. You don't like it. Yeah. Just I just like, don't. I'm just not. I don't feel comfortable enough doing it, which is something that I need to get over. I mean, everybody. Sure. No, I don't think anybody's out there being like, you know what I love doing? Mics. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think anybody <laughs> says that. I think they're just like, this is a part of the process. Like, you just have to do it. Yeah. So I recognize that it's something that I have to get over if I want to continue doing it. Um, but I, I still just am, am like so new to doing the stand-up stuff where I feel very comfortable hosting. Sure. Like I feel, I think I, a positive thing that I bring to the table is I'm good at creating like a solid environment for people to, to both laugh and make people laugh. Yes. And I think that's important and that's something that I'm good at, but that's something that I like lean on super hard mm. when I'm doing shows. And even when I'm doing my own stand-up, I'm doing the same thing where like the second because so, my like improv brain has been trained to get laughs yeah so the second something that i've like constructed that i believe to be funny doesn't hit the way that it is i'm like oh, i'll just fix this yeah and that's not really what i should be i mean i guess that's kind of what i'm supposed to be doing to entertain people but as part of like getting better at stand-up that's not sure oh what do you mean like if you if you say a punchline and it's not getting a laugh yeah. you're trying to like iterate on the spot or um, you're trying to be like it's I weird al- i almost wish i would do that i almost wish i'd be like okay let's like work through this joke a little bit more but instead I'll just like rely on I'll just kind of abandon what I was planning on doing interesting and like work on like I'll work with the crowd a little bit yes. and like interact a little bit more because oh. I know I'm not gonna get like a lot of belly laughs out of that but I'm just gonna be charming as hell oh. and like and and nobody will come up to me and be like Mike that was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen but they'll come after me like hey that was great I had a good time tonight yeah and you're so, like <laughs> cool I'll take it perfect oh I can I identify with that so hard yeah. I charm my pants through every everything yeah. everything everything it's like when I feel like I'm not funny I yeah yeah start to do crowd work out right. my butt and for then thirty I, minutes and then I'm so like, pissed at myself after I know I'm like stop bailing I know well that's because yeah you you lose confidence in your yeah. material and you're like well if that didn't go well nothing's gonna go well i might as well just yeah like do what you know i know works and Um, i can feel i can almost feel like when i'm about to bail the pace of everything that i'm saying picks up a little bit not to the point where if you're in the crowd you'd be like wow that that guy's flying through this stuff yeah but like i can feel like my internal clock ticking and i'm like oh man here we go here we go i'm like hey so did anybody travel far tonight <laughs> and the little voice in your head's going, like, no. you idiot. <laughs> and then, like, and Kelsey, who has seen me do this enough, will be like in the audience. And the second I come down, she'll just be like shaking her head. <laughs> She's, She's like, like Yeah, come on. We talked about this. No one traveled far. Tonight, Nobody right, traveled actually. far. Turns out no one's from Denver. <laughs> 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 and then some asshole will obviously make the joke be like, We all did. This is Astoria. <laughs> like, it's not that far. And you're like, Oh, my. You're like, That was my yeah, punchline. <laughs> God. Derek, get out of here, man. <laughs> Derek. You have a drinking problem. Um, <laughs> that is. Um, that's hilarious. Okay, but you're but you are experimenting more with stand up. Yeah. Um, perfect. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about your decision. So I understand that in Boston you were like, oh, I'm gonna try this out for public speaking. Mm-hmm. You end up falling in love with it. Yes. You're like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah. Were you a creative person before this? No. I mean, I. <laughs> that's funny. No. <laughs> no. Um, not at all. <laughs> so I've always been really involved with uh, leadership development. Um, that's like from both like my full-time job but also like working just with students at camps and stuff like that right and that's always been like pretty like looking back on it you had to be pretty creative like it's leading icebreakers I was always like an orientation leader in college I was an RA like I did all of those types of things where there's like 
an aspect of creativity, but I would have never, I'd never really done anything like that. I was always really? like knee deep in sports and really, yeah. What I, kind of sports? So I ran track like all through high school uh, and was like convinced that was going to pay for college. Really? Yeah. And then similar to my career in education, uh-huh. I realized that I hated Hilarious. it and I it felt like I was being forced to do it. So I stopped doing that my senior year. Wow. But in college I played baseball. Um, oh yeah. So then, so, and I've always been like involved in whether it was intramurals or whatever. I just, there was no, there just wasn't an avenue where sure. I was like, Oh, I'm going to, make videos or I'm going to be in really? a play or do stuff like that. Yeah. Was there ever like part of you that was interested in it or you weren't even like thinking about it? I think I would see something like I'd go to a show or I would see like a special or something like that and be like, oh man, I'd love to do that. Sure. Um, Like I always thought I was, again, I don't think I ever thought I was like class clown funny, Yeah. but I was like nice guy funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think that, but that was the extent of it until I went to and I saw an improv show and I was like, man, I could do this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I got this. I know. And which is, again, straight white guy attitude where I was like, I'll probably be really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on the weekend team coach. Yeah. Um, perfect. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting because some people are like, well, I've always kind of wanted to, but was scared to. And you're just like, literally, no. And then I tried it and I loved it. Yeah. No, really. I like, I wasn't, I wasn't involved in anything that would have led you to believe that that would be a route that I would go to. Interesting. Like, so I think it was pretty surprising when I told people. I was going like, to say, like what, did, like, what did your family and friends think when you were like, I actually love this thing called improv and I'm going to move to New York because Horatio Sands said I did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah were they were like, like who's Horatio <laughs> Sands? <laughs> right. Um, no, they, so my, my family was a little surprised, I think. Um, they were, and they were like, as so, my parents are very loving and supportive people. Great. So they were supportive, but I could tell the level of support felt <laughs> different. So they were like supportive at a seven instead of out of a 10. <laughs> sure. So I, I could tell there was probably a little hint of like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Interesting. But, so I like to rewind a little bit. I went to grad school in Tampa, Florida. You did? Yeah, I did. So do you know that I'm from Tampa? No, I think, yes, I think I knew that, right? I think we talked, because where in Tampa are you from? From Wesley Chapel. Yeah. But I went to school in Tampa, like in high school in Tampa. Yeah, area. Yeah, I went to the University of South Florida. Go Bulls. What? My brother went to USF. Really? I was there 2007 to 2009. Oh, he, no, that's, uh, Uh, Dave, careful, use your words carefully here. No, my brother is older than you. He is. Nice. (laughs) Sick, bro. (laughs) Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, look at that. how do you feel about Tampa? <laughs> you know, I feel like when I was living there, I did not like it at all because okay. I also lived in Wesley Chapel, so right. not Tampa proper. Right. I wasn't going to like Penaroostic all the time and like <laughs> doing all these fun things. Like yeah. I was like just literally commuting back and forth okay. from school. Um, but now going back. You enjoy it? I There's some pockets of it that are kind of nice. Yeah. South Tampa. South Tampa. McDittens. McDitties. <laughs> McDitty Dits. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I oh. I absolutely hated it down there. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, <laughs> I love that. You just waited for me to like fucking. Like, but uh-huh. I think if I went there for undergrad, I would have liked it a little bit more. But uh-huh. graduate experience was kind of weird. Uh, and I think if I live there now, I'd probably felt different. But I was like so sure that I was going to go back to Boston when I was done that it kind of just felt like one big clock that I was waiting to like time out. So sure. I could leave. Um, but. So I, I had a really tough time down there. And so in my, like how I talked to my parents about moving to New York was similar where I was like, worst case scenario, this is Tampa and I do it for two years and I move back. Mm. Like, because I had gone through that experience, I was pretty sure like, even if this is hell, I can like, 
higher education jobs are always going to be there. A hundred percent. And I can move anywhere. So, I love that. Yeah. So I was like, even if this sucks, I'll just move back. Great mentality to have. Where yeah. You're like, why not try it? Worst case scenario, don't like it, come back. Yeah. Great. I'd also just gone through like a crazy breakup too. So I was oh. like so ready to leave this. I was like, oh, I should just burn everything and leave. Oh my yeah. God. And it all, this, all of this stuff happened like right before I turned 30, which uh -huh. was like another weird, I think like my second day in New York was my 30th birthday. Um, right. So it was like a whole bunch of like weird things in one calendar year. That is so interesting. Yeah. Um, the breakup led to you moving. It uh, definitely helped. Oh. Like I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it would have happened. I guess the breakup happened like six months before I moved. Six months, but we had been together for like four years. Wow. Cool. Yeah. You ever return an engagement ring? What? <laughs> yes. No Super way, Mike. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. No. Are you like a K jewelers being like, hey, like, is this the thirty days have passed? But like, yeah, I was like, I don't. Is this a can? Can I? Can I? And they, it was very, it was awkward and it was uncomfortable for everybody. Like the best was the there was somebody else in the store like overhearing. Like there was a couple in there overhearing this. Like no, and I just wanted to be like, don't worry, this is worst case, <laughs> worst case scenario. You're right here. You can visualize it now. You guys are gonna be fine. You guys are gonna be oh, they're like a young couple that's like picking out a ring together, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, can I return this yeah. ring? Yeah. Oh my god, it was pretty crazy. That is insane. It was. Was crazy. that a surprise for you or uh, the, the breakup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, like, I don't know if I want to talk about. That. Yeah. No, I'm fine talking. Okay, I don't care. Great. They might not be fine. I uh, <laughs> I was like pretty sure stuff was like a little weird. Like okay. I sensed that something was happening and with somebody else <gasps> specific that I had brought up a handful of times uh, uh, and was like reassured uh, that that was not the case. But they are happily married with a couple of kids you now. Are <laughs> so kidding yeah. Me. Yeah. Also, they, I, man, I don't know. We're going to share this. He, the first time I met this guy is while we were still together. Yeah. And he was talking to me about a flag football league that he was a part of, uh -huh. which is a, a most, it's a gay flag football league. And he was the ally on the team. Okay. Uh, which is what he referred to himself as though he's like well i'm like the ally of the flag football team <laughs> oh that's like, a no, self-appointed ally you are the straight guy on the flag football team <laughs> because they have a rule where you can have one straight guy <laughs> you're the because straight guy i'm also an ally on a softball team you asshole <laughs> <laughs> and that was like my first interaction with him so like i can't get that out of my head oh. of like that that like you, the ally? <laughs> oh, really? Your really? self-appointed ally? Wow, what a humble guy you are, you yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Yeah, so that was cool. So he's like, so he's like, <laughs> yeah, like a really down-to-earth. Yeah. We love him. Both in higher education. Oh, my God. Very cool. Okay, so she just wanted like the dick version of you, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, he was like a lot taller. Ugh, his, sounds douchey. He's bigger. Douchey. Yeah. Douchey all around. At first, I thought he was uglier, and then I was like, Wow, his personality is that much better that you're like sacrificing looks here. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. He's it's a different it's a different cup of tea. Okay, a different guy. Ugh, sounds like a monster. Um, okay, so he so that happened, and yeah. you clearly were like, oh, made a um, bunch of life choices, uh, bad life choices over like a string of six months, and Ooh. then met Horatio Sands, and he changed my life. <laughs> you know, it's like when one door shuts, yeah, you know? Horatio, Horatio opens, opens one. It. Uh, he has a lock to it all. Um. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, um, you know, what's really funny is a lot of, I've talked to, um, a lot of people I've talked to about like why they chose to take an improv class or like move or do something. It's like a breakup. 
Like literally yeah. like I went through a breakup and then I took my first improv class. Yeah. Like, I went through a breakup or I moved to New York or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that that's the case. Cause it's like kind of a blessing in disguise. Where yeah. You're like, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. I know. I know. I definitely, cause I remember we went to Chicago together one time to, for a friend's wedding. Uh, and I went and saw improvised Shakespeare while I was there mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible. That's what I was like, I'd move to Chicago in a heartbeat. <gasps> yeah. Uh, and then I remember the conversation be like, Oh yeah, I'd never leave Massachusetts. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'd never leave Massachusetts. Wow. Um, so th- when that happened, that was my first, thought. I was like, Oh, I guess I could move wherever I wanted to now. Wonderful. Um, and then like six months later, I bounced. You bounced. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah. you guys are not friends. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. no. Uh, we've only seen each other one other time. And wow. it was at a higher education uh, like conference Woof. in Indianapolis. Oh, man. And I couldn't check in my hotel yet because I took like a very early flight. Yeah. So I like took my stuff to the conference to just like register to kill like an hour. Yeah. And the first person I saw when I walked and like I took an early flight, so I hadn't showered. And, right. Like, you know, I know I have like great hair and it just wasn't like great <laughs> at that moment uh and like immediately ran into her and like some of her friends from grad school who i knew no and they were just no. like and there was like nobody to just like there was no diving out of the way or anything and it was like hey no what's up oh my god the f- like there's like three thousand people at this place oh that's the my first god. person i saw when i got there no yeah and no. the last time we saw each other wow yeah wow and no, that was yeah. before I moved too. I think that was I was still in Massachusetts at that time. So yeah, it's probably like a couple months later. That is so fucking painful. Yeah. Was it the most awkward thing ever in the whole world? Yeah, it was pretty bad. I the conversation was like was terrible. Yeah, the conversation was so bad. It, pro- it probably only lasted like ninety seconds. I but bet it, felt, it did. Yeah, I if, bet it did. I felt like fifteen minutes, and then I was like terrified I was going to run into her for like the rest of the conference. Sure. So it was like I was like mostly drunk for the rest of that like <laughs> four days. Mostly fully yeah. tanked. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, was it? That, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Understandably so. Yeah. Um, th- I'm crazy. so sorry. Well, you're better for it. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, totally. It's like what an amazing journey you've had since yeah. then, and like thank goodness. I know. Um, sorry, it, I didn't mean to like go no, down that No, hole, no, no. That's totally fine. It's funny because in yeah. some ways that feels like that was like 35, 40 years ago. I bet. And in other t- in other ways it was like yesterday, but um, but it, you know it has been like that was almost like the catalyst for everything else to change. Like if that doesn't happen, uh, I'm not where I am today, which has been wow. yeah, which is wonderful. I love like there's this there's something insanely crazy about um like knowing what your life could have been yeah and then like seeing your life now and mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of moments where people it's sort of like this weird fork in the road yeah they're like wow I literally could have been another person living in another state yeah like doing something completely different with my life I know and, and I almost it. like appreciate that you don't recognize that as that moment's happening yeah right because you'd love to have that clarity in that moment of being like oh this is perfect actually yeah <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing right no? I know <laughs> yeah but like to have that time to reflect on it a little bit and it, it's pretty cool yeah it, it is, is really cool, cool. It's all see everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, not to not to be cliche, but it's true. No, it is true. Um, cool. Okay, so now you're you know you're you're trucking along. You're like fuck yeah, I'm gonna like take risks mm-hmm. and like make my comedy career happen. That's yes. Amazing. Um, something I like to ask folks is um, for people who are a little bit nervous about getting into the comedy space, or maybe they don't know like what kind of job to have mm-hmm. while they pursue it. Um, cause turns out you can't just get on SNL not yet. W- after 101. No, not I would say like, I'm like, living proof of that because <laughs> I've only taken 101. Okay. Right. Right. I would say like 301, yeah, you know, then, 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 then it's, SNL. then yeah, then, um, but you know, so, so what, so what would you say to folks that are sort of looking to get into the space? 
into the comedy space. Into the comedy space, yeah, or do have a creative career, yeah, but not know like what to do with the rest of their time, how to make money on yeah. the, you know. I think like getting involved, I think you just, you should try a bunch of stuff and see like what tickles you the right way. Because <laughs> I do, I mean like, I, I mean, I'm sure you've spoken about this before too, like, did you know characters was a thing that you would just be incredible at? Because I think like when you were doing, when we were doing Mike Town, I don't know if, were you doing characters yet? I think a baby bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like crushing it now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I think like to to just keep, again, throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks and what you love doing too. Because it is, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of people not liking stuff too. So <laughs> it, like you have to like doing what the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Um, and so if there's a part of you that's like, oh no, this isn't the path I want to do, then cool, quit it and start something, start doing something else. Yeah. But you have to like start. Yeah. You got to start something. You got to start. Yeah. yeah. You got to start. Uh, and then for like work, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I like, I love kids. And so I, that's what I was going to do. Like whether it was an after school program, whether it was like, I don't know, teaching stuff. I don't even know what it, like what it would look like if it wasn't this, but I knew I wanted to work with kids because that's what I missed about what I was doing at the, sure. in the college work. Like sure. I was no longer working with students and that's what I love doing. So I think like if you if you have something that you do you don't mind doing and would like to get paid for it I would like find a way. There's also in New York especially there's so many weird ways to get paid. Like yes. there are so many weird things that I'm like oh yeah I guess you do need and I can't think of an example except a kids gym. Like did you know a kids gym existed? I didn't know a kids gym I didn't existed. Either. I didn't. But there I mean that's part of why I want to talk to people. Yeah. I'm like what do you do? But Listen, yeah. We got an opening, so. <laughs> yeah. We work at a kids gym or if anybody out there wants to work at a kids gym. I looked out like that there was an <laughs> audience here. Our audience here the wall. <laughs> the wall. Um I know it does feel like we're hosting a show. Yeah. Um cuz we were at one point. That's true. Um okay, and then another que- another one of the wrap up questions I guess is also um when you are having tougher days, right, which mm-hmm. we all do, it's not, I'm not trying to end on a negative no, note, no, no. but like, you know, that's actually a positive note. Yeah. I guess um, when you're having tougher days and like, this is not all glitz and glam, yeah. you know, as you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of it is sort of like, you know, getting your head out of the gutter and yeah. just being like it or not that out of the gutter, but like um, make sure you're in it, making sure you're in it. Yeah. Get it out of the gutter. <laughs> Whenever I'm feeling bad, it's usually gutter thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's like <laughs> my boyfriend today was like he's like you would love a world in which like you would never have to talk and just like just like be like <laughs> he's like a little amoeba i was like that's true a baby just like yeah like a baby i just words are so weird that's my favorite thing about working with these kids that can't speak though is that they think they can and like say things with conviction that don't make sense <laughs> and i think that is the best so i think there's probably something that you could strive for when your head is in the gutter <laughs> how do you get it out? we're gonna be releasing two tracks from this oh, episode i forget God. what the first one was already I but do. we oh, started by singing oh it was oh it was um everyone's the same no matter what age they <laughs> all are. people are people all people. <laughs> all people are people no matter their age Mike Zakari in the original quote. (laughs) (laughs) We're both crying. Okay. So Um, dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, it was like the context was like (laughs) truly beautiful. And now in retrospect. No. (laughs) In the moment, I was like, God, I can't believe this is going to be recorded. (laughs) This is stupid. (laughs) Um, Okay. Wow. (laughs) I took a turn. I totally derailed the question. No, totally fine. I didn't offer a question. (laughs) even derail it's just was um great 
um yeah okay when you're having like a bad day what do you do to get out of it yeah i try to go back and watch stuff that make me laugh the hardest oh great. yeah so oh, i will go good. down like bill Hader rabbit holes Ugh, love him when people ask like what is the like career you want that's that's the one mm. but i also can't do any like any of the things that he did. like he is an incredible character actor i mean he's also just like a great actor too. right um but i yeah so i always think it's funny that i picked that one because i'm like oh i can identify that i can't do that but that's hilarious i, I bet you can, you can and could well, well I'm, all right okay um but yeah i will go down that rabbit hole and watch like a bunch of his old sketches and stuff um so i try to watch things that make me laugh and also remind me why i want to be doing this mm. stuff uh and then i'll also sometimes go back and like read something i've re- i've written or like if I have any anything that has that I have produced or have made that I feel good about, I'm mm-hmm. like this. We need to remind ourselves that that this is a thing that we're good at. Yeah. Um, so I'll do that. Uh, I also try to like. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I have a loving and supporting partner. Um, but like yeah. I'll make sure that we spend time together. That uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. To have. It, yeah. <laughs> it is, and I feel very fortunate, and I like realize now more than ever like how lucky I am to have that Aww. person in my life because they are they are like the best and can make me laugh and then laugh like she the the thing that she's so great at is that she knows when it's like she's like hey she when she needs to pick me up yeah. like she's like okay you gotta remind yourself like you're really good but then she's also really good at being like hey listen <laughs> you've been paid like three times so <laughs> like calm down calm the uh, fuck down so I think like <laughs> right. taste of just it reality is. She, she's yeah. got like a thermometer on it and Ugh. like knows knows what's needed in every situation yeah. and is like very funny in her own right too so it's just like easy to laugh and I think that's that's the most important that's really really beautiful yeah. are you Inge- no, you're no. Not. Okay, no keep this in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing like a ring <laughs> gesture to be like, is this cool? Like, is this, I, I mean, know. you can ask. It's cool to ask. Right, right. Yeah, no, oh, it's right. It's totally cool to ask. <laughs> right. I don't know why it probably wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we're not. But um, I'll take this moment to announce. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Kelsey, please come out. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? She's like, we're, She's like, we're, no, we're watching Watchmen. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, she's been here the whole time. <laughs> I did a callback to something that no one, no one will know. Yeah, well, my roommates are watching Watchmen, so now they know um wow yeah mike amazing Kimmy. um amazing. truly i mean any like last words of wisdom or something that you want to talk about we didn't talk about if you could run back the people or people like if you <laughs> could just take that, <laughs> run that back one more time oh um you better believe i'm going to um clip that out just edit it out and just make a little loop Please. like a people are people i'm gonna add it to my reel 100 percent. i will send that to you yeah. um auto tune it do the whole thing <laughs> wow this has been great. Thank you so much. People are people, no matter their age. Uh, I mean, I had to do that, right? Uh, I mean, we had to three times. It's comedy. Okay, wow. Mike Zakarian. I mean, do we love? Oh, so great. You can follow him on Twitter at, uh, at Mike Zakarian and his separate super cool account called at Humans of Higher Ed. Uh, he also has a website, and you can watch him all aro- uh, all over the city doing sketch and stand-up and all that great stuff. What a treat. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. New episode launching next Monday, I promise. Uh, this has been How Do You Hustle with Cammie Dimitrova. Hope you have a great week.